Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Welcome back to episode 93. I am pumped for this episode because it leads on from last week and it's all my favourite parts of wedding planning. Makes me think maybe I I actually do miss working in venues (laughs) because I just just love talking about that side of um, the wedding planning so much. Now, if you listened to last week, I went through a full list of the items you need to take to the venue at the final appointment. And today I'm going to talk about information you need to give to the venue at the final appointment. Now, make sure you go back and listen to last week's if you haven't, because it will save you rushing around in that final busy week, grabbing things that you, you may not have thought about. Before I start sharing all the inf- this information, I want to do a shout out to everyone who has left me reviews lately, actually ever left me a review. I'm so overwhelmed with how kind you all are and you honestly just don't realise but reading your reviews also helps me see that you are benefiting from the information I'm delivering on the podcast. So I just want to read out a couple, just two reviews that I've received um, in the last week. The first one is from Teddy Rose and she says, fantastic and relevant. It's so wonderful to have a a wedding podcast that has remained relevant throughout COVID. Yvette has not given up on weddings and this has done wonders for my planning. Thank you so much, Yvette. Not only has this podcast provided vital planning information, it's kept me sane during COVID. Thank you for the extra tips and chats on Instagram as well. Amazing pod. Thank you so much, Teddy. so I'm so grateful. We've only just started chatting on Instagram and I've loved getting to know you. And I'm so thank- thankful that you wrote that review. So thank you so much. The next one is from Bianca Kanjo and she says, thank God for Yvette. I didn't know where to start with planning a wedding and this podcast and app has made me feel not alone in it all. Step-by-step help and ideas all packaged in a down-to-earth way. Thank you, Yvette. Ah, and thank you, Bianca. Honestly, it's just so kind that you would take the time to write these reviews. And I just, oh, I just, I can't, I can't thank you enough for listening. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And I do not take that for granted at all. So now that I'm high vibing from those, let's talk about the information that you need to pass on to make the day smooth. Now, I'm not talking about the menu choice you have made or the timings and those details because that would have already been done. That gets done earlier so that the kitchen can order food and they can, you know, put together staffing rosters. This is additional information that the venues sometimes won't ask you or you won't tell them until the final planning days. So I hope you have pen and paper ready for these ones. The first one. You need to let them know who is their go-to on the day. So who is a chosen friend or family member that you have put in charge of being the venue contact on the day? That way, you know, the venue can go to them with any questions that may come up. Also, if you are loving the night and you don't want it to end, you can just tell that person, that friend or family member, and they can go off and find the floor manager or the contact and they can make that happen. Then you get to stay on the dance floor. If the venue doesn't know a contact 
then they might just ask the MC all night. But sometimes that person isn't always the person that can help make decisions. They are just maybe really good on the mic. But honestly, you just, you don't want to be constantly interrupted all night with little things that somebody else could possibly answer for you. Yes, sometimes you want them to come up and tell you, you know, to take your seat because the meal's going to be served and those sorts of things, but not all those big decision-making things. Next, you want to let them know what items can be thrown or kept and, and give them a list. I know I didn't want to get back all my table number stands and I knew the venue could use them because they didn't really have any good ones, so I told them to keep them. You know, I loved my venue, I loved my coordinator, coordinator, they did a great job, so I said, you can have them. Or you might want to keep the top tier of your cake. So they have to know this. Let them know how much of the cake for one can be served and if you want any leftover for the following day because sometimes we might want to serve it at the day after barbecue, you know, or say to them, start with serving up half on platters and if that gets eaten, offered more. You know, just let them know what you want because they cannot read your mind. Then tell them who is to take everything home for you. If you have someone collecting the next day, then just make sure someone takes the gifts or money on the night. I don't recommend that is ever left overnight. I mean, one place that I worked, we would put it in a safe and they collected that on checkout. But some places they don't have a safe or they don't want responsibility of that role. And that is completely fair enough. You know, every venue is different. So organize who that person is that is going to take everything home or take home just the money and gifts and let the venue know that it's okay for that person to do that so that they feel safe enough to give it to the right person. And then if you want some guests to take home like the table centerpieces or the flowers that have been left, then tell the venue that that is what's happening and have a little tag on on those items or those flowers with a name on it so that they know who that person is that's taking that or the person, you know, sitting at the table might say, oh, my name is on that candelabra. Wow, I get to keep that if it's not hard, of course. <laughs> so that just, you know, let the venue know that's happening. Then if you have any guests who might be problematic or they might drink too much or they might cause fights, I do recommend that you chat about this with the venue and let them know what they can and can't do. So, for example, I had a wedding and the bride pre-warned me. She said her brother was an alcoholic and took drugs and, you know, when he would drink too much, he would want to fight people or steal things. And she said, you know, we give you permission when it gets out of control to have security take that person away. So you need the venue sometimes to know those things or if there's somebody that you know drinks too much and gets drunk but they're harmless, just let them know, you know, look, they're harmless, just we're not worried about them, we know what they're like. So just try and have those conversations ahead of time because it really helps the venue not have to come up to you or your partner and bother you on the night and say, do you mind if we escort this guest out? So if you know that someone's going to be a problem, raise it now. It it can be really helpful. Or also, I should mention here too, that family that told, that that bridal couple that told me that about their brother, he did cause problems. He actually was really drunk and tried to steal 
a painting on the hall in the hallway in the hotel and it was huge obviously right in front of me and I could see it and they had told me who in the wedding part like who in that wedding group from the guests I was to speak to if I had issues with that person so you know sometimes you can do that as well I just remembered that so that can help sometimes too now I mentioned in the last episode that you will hand over the guest list along with a seating plan or seating chart, but on that guest list you need to have dietaries listed and any special requests like um, high chairs or, or wheelchair space, you know, sometimes you don't need a chair because there's going to be a wheelchair there, or maybe space for a pram. I suggest you make a note beside your parents so the venue can make a fuss over them and, you know, ensure that they get the best staff to serve their tables. If you use the Manage My Wedding app, you can export the guest list from the app and all that information is already stored on the spreadsheet and you can just hand that straight over. Last week, I also talked about the new seating plan guide that is coming out in the next couple of weeks. And in that guide, there is also a space that lists the dietaries for each table and, you know, right next to the person's name and where they're sitting on that table. So the venue know exactly where to go to and they're not looking for them. There is nothing worse than someone wondering, you know, where the meal is because they're gluten-free or whatever, and everyone else has theirs, but theirs is going cold because they don't want to start without you getting your meal. Or there's nothing worse than the staff wandering around saying, oh, who's the gluten-free, who's the gluten-free? We got told there's a gluten-free, you know, that's just not very professional and nice. So it's really good to give that information. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, the seating plan guide helps step you through seating each guest. So yes, that very long, hard task, but this makes it easier and it cuts back time for you as I will guide you. It also tells the venue exactly which guests face the bridal table and who sits beside who. And then all they do is follow your templates and put all the name cards in the correct spot, ensuring really that your most loved ones are facing you and that, you know, the VIP tables are served first because venues are busy and I mention this all the time and often they make mistakes here and place guests incorrectly. You know, obviously it's not on purpose, but they don't know your guests and sometimes those place cards are given to a junior and they have only 30 minutes and they're rushing around and they're human and things go wrong, you know, or they might have already set you know, five different weddings that week. So they kind of might be a bit over it. So they're just kind of putting the place cards down and they get mixed up, you know. But this guide, it ensures they don't mess up this very important task. And I think that's very important. So that is the main list of additional information that you can give your venue in that final week. This information they sometimes won't ask for, but it's honestly really, it can make the day so much smoother for you and your partner and you know I'm just going to quickly give you a recap because it can be a lot of information then so what you're giving them is who is the contact on the day what items are to be kept or thrown who is in charge of taking items home and most importantly the gifts and any money what's to happen with table centerpieces or flowers let them know of problematic guests and lastly, the dietaries or any special requests for guests. 
Now, these are pretty simple tasks that you usually know the answers for already. So just ensure you know that you're sharing that information with the venue and then you can enjoy your day even more. Now, if you would like to be the first to know when the seating plan guide is released, make sure you head over to managemywedding.com and subscribe. And you just can do that at the bottom of the web page, in any of our web pages. Well, excuse me, you can go to the subscribe at the bottom so that you can get the email with the discount that will be available for the first week only upon release. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams.